¿Qué pasó, gente? ¿Qué pasó? ¿Qué pasó, chicanos? Hey, so, um, today's episode is going to be brought to you by Chilcast. Um, today, we're going to be talking about suppression and uh, basically what I feel about suppression and um, how it affects uh, the community uh, that surrounds the Chicano uh, culture or the Chicano community uh, as a whole. Um, I feel that right now in the day and age that we live in, uh, suppression is probably one of the biggest um, tools or weapons that the government uses against us. All governments uh, in Latin America, Central America, North America, the United States, uh, Mexico, uh, they're all, all Latin American countries, I believe they're all pretty much ran by the same elite. Uh, people, the wealthy, the rich, the um, bankers, the um, top five percenters that all are in cahoots with the uh, purse strings, if you will. They own between two thirds and 80% of the lion's share of all the wealth of the country. So, I mean, why can they not control us uh, through? monetary means if they uh, control the banking system like the Federal Reserve and whatnot, like the uh, petrodollar and the oil money. Uh, but this has to do with our culture, and um, I don't want to get it twisted. So um, it is a Chicano podcast. It is a Chocast, and um, that's what you expect uh, here at Chocast. I think um, this is probably going to be the first episode in my season two. Uh, series um, it's not going to be a real long episode but suppression 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 I advise everybody out there gente raza um, if you call yourself a Latino or Hispanic you know I have uh, episodes for you um, but here you know we like to use the terms uh, Chicano or Mexicano or Mexica or um, Native American indigenous uh, the, the, the mindset is pretty much where we need to be at. We might not agree on the, um, actual verbiage or the term, you know, the term, uh, that we use, uh, we all have different opinions. I agree. And I respect that. Um, so it's a choice. I've always said that it's a choice to call yourself Chicano. Um, you don't have to call yourself a Chicano, but if, uh, you pretty much align yourself with the same ideas and thoughts of this, um, movement. Um, if you will, because we have been suppressed of a lot of information. That's where I'm going with this suppression. Um, we're not told our history. We're not told, we're not taught our history in school. And, um, the other day I was on uh, Facebook and I saw a article or or an article that had to deal with the children uh, that are being stripped out of the parents' arms, you know, they're being taken away from their, their, uh, fathers and their mothers. And, uh, it's sad. It's, 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 it's so sad that, um, if I was to really get into that thought right now, I think it would just make me, it, it, it would make me, it made me so sad that, I mean, I'd be sick, like in a, in a real personal, deep way. And, um, I, I saw an article that touched me, it moved me, I can't remember all the specifics of it, but, it, it was an outdated uh, 
article and it it just it it was about a mother now I remember it was about a mother that lost the right to get her kid back and this lady she looked I mean she looked like my family you know she looked she was dark she was morenita she was moreno you know I mean she was you know like she looked she didn't have no blonde hair no blue eyes no nothing like that she was a little short you know a little kind of stocky you know kind of you know, real, real, real dark brown skin, and she was crying, man, and the, the, the sad part of it is that when I read into the article, it talked about how she can't, and it showed her crying, and it talked about how she couldn't get her child back, apparently they took her child, apparently they separated him for however long, and apparently, you know, it took her some time to, I don't know, get out of the detention center, uh, because that's what the article was about, um, find her child, get the child out of the detention center or whatever uh, was her plan. And when she finally, you know, got everything straightened out to find out, like, you know, what was going on in a legal, lawful way or whatever, you know, whatever the law calls it, the, the courts had already had some kind of, I don't know, Doctrine, statute of limitations, or some type of um, rule um, in place by time uh, restrictions. It's basically said that she was no longer able to 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 to, to claim. Like it was like if her child was now like if her child is a piece of property, and that's kind of what this 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 um, this particular episode boils down to is that we're not property. We're not. We're people. We're not trash. We're not animals. We're not shit. Yet we are treated like we're less than human. These are the things that the government said. These are the things that the government did. These are the things that when you look back into the history of uh, African-Americans as well or black folks, um, and their struggle as well, with all due respect. Um, when you look back at the Native Americans or the Indians and the North American or United States, 13 colonies, the treaties, the documents that Americans, the patriotic ones, the ones that are on blast right now with CNN or Fox News talking about the president or whatever they're talking about with the Constitution of the United States and all these um, governing papers. These papers explicitly wrote into them, and these were the slave owners that, 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 that wrote these papers, explicitly wrote in them that certain people with, with you know, melanin were not allowed the same privileges that other people and they were not seen as whole people. There were fractions of a person like when it came to a vote. Those were symbolic and were not even able to vote or didn't have full human rights in this country. Hunted down, genocide, murdered little kids, 
it's all there. Please crack a book. If you're confused or if you think that I'm being a little uh, over, I'm actually trying to be real contained in these uh, future episodes with some of the dialogue and things that um, I talk about, because I know in some of the episodes part of this, I, I, I did get a little heated. It was my first season and, you know, I can't help but have emotions and be triggered at the same time by these uh atrocities now we're back out of the 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 weeds if you will the point of this particular podcast um, i'm just going to wrap it up is suppression sometimes i've had a i coined a a a statement um and i like saying it uh because I, i found there's a lot of truth to it um when i have conversation with certain people not certain people, but I mean, you know, I mean, it happens just in daily conversation or business transactions, negotiations, uh, you know, when you're making deals and stuff like that. I mean, sometimes it's not always what a person says. And, and this is where the quotes start. It's sometimes sometimes it's not always what a person says. Sometimes you find out more about a person from what they don't say. And so I don't know if you're young or if you're old, but, you know, as you get older, you're going to start to see like certain themes, certain things and over and over again. And when I was young, I probably didn't care too much about like African-American studies or I didn't care about like, you know, um, the atrocities that may have happened to the um, Jewish people um, as far as like, you know, their uh, genocide and. You know, maybe there was other ones in Africa, um, you know, that were not in the United States that kind of, in my opinion, didn't really relate or uh, resonate or uh, pertain to me. So I really wasn't that interested. But now that I've seen and heard and read on some of these other issues, I'm starting to see trends. And when you see these trends, you're like, OK, that's what they're doing. That's that's the sense that it, it makes. So when you see all these things that were done in other countries, Um, As far as like having a a top class, a bottom class, a middle class and all these other classes and what was done to all these other places, then you're able to start to put things together like, oh, that's how they keep us from, you know, getting information or, oh, that's the propaganda machine that they use to divide us. Because believe it or not, we're very, very divided uh, people. The Americas have done a real good job at dividing all Native Americans across the whole board and the whole spectrum. Every single one of us calls them, themselves something else. You know, no, I'm an Ecuadorian. No, I'm a Nicaraguan. No, I'm a, 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 a Latino. No, I'm a Hispanic. No, I'm a Mexican. No, I'm a Chicano. No, I'm a this. No, I'm a that. No, 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 no. I'm not. Uh, I'm Puerto Rican. I'm Boricua. I'm this. I'm that. You know, and a lot of it does have to do with the rape and the admixtures of stuff like that. But still there's a, a there's there's a there's a common there's a there's a I, I like using these in, in the last episode I brought it up we all have a least common denominator you know for 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 the sake of saying that we're not the same I think it's the greatest common factor but some people like to be dismissive on that we're Native Americans and 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 I don't care if you're a little bit mixed or whatever um I think that we're all treated the same. When you're not white, you're treated differently by the cops. You're treated differently by the courts. You're treated differently by people. So you can sit there 
and argue with me all day to you know till you're blue in the face but that's why I said what I said is in the court system and in the, in the in the eyes of the cops so if those two are true then everything else is true as well but I'm not going to go there because I don't want to have these arguments the big picture is is what you're not told and that's the the the, the underscoring uh, true uh, problem that we need to be addressing as our people but we're always too distracted about everything else because we don't make enough money or we're pissed off uh, that the Cowboys lost or you know our basketball team or our baseball team or Trump this or Trump that there's all these other things that are a distraction and deflect and distract us from the real news that we need to be digging we need to be looking we need to be demanding we need to be getting our own networks we need to be on tv we need to be on the radio we need to be having issues we need to be organizing 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 you know that's one thing that i always talk about with the jewish people i see that and i admire that about them they're real good about sticking together organizing and being in a unified front together and they keep it together they don't fight amongst each other if they fight against anybody, it's against the opponent. And they do it together. Together we're strong. Divided we're, we're not. We're nothing. Anyways, this suppression, guys. So back to the article. Um, I did have to press it, preface a lot of information in there because that that article I had asked uh, of, uh, <clears throat> one of my fraternity brothers. And he had told me that, um, you know, the article was old news. And... We started talking about it, and I, I said, well, why didn't, or, or how do you know what you know? Because he knew that that article was actually being suppressed, like, back in, I think, 2012. Because it was a long time ago, that article. And, I, you know, he said, well, that, that that's the kind of stuff that they were doing back then. They were just not, they were keeping that kind of information from the public. So a lot of times, you have, right now, you have, uh, you know, uh, Trumpsters, you know, telling, uh, you know, the the, the 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 left that you know the hey liberal you you know that Obama did that too right and I didn't know I mean if I would have known I would have been just as pissed off all the same I mean it's not like I would have you know given Obama a pass and not you know been upset about it I would have been upset about it um, I just didn't know you know I mean it wasn't in the news it wasn't in the the, the eye of the public because I mean he was a president for eight years you know we've already had Trump for almost four you know he got elected in 2016 you know so eight years from that you know uh, Obama got elected in 08 so you know after his first four years you know I mean this is what was uh, happening and I didn't know I didn't know any of this this border problem um you know I didn't even think it was an issue until I guess uh Trump you know ran on the campaign uh you know as his uh, slogan you know to, to 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 get rid of the dirty Mexicans or whatever the rapists or whatever he was saying so that was it you know he said basically that's what they were doing and a lot of information that's the the key point to all this is that you know they hide information from us and then they put a uh, jester in front of us um they call it the roman circle circus kind of like football you know we spend more time at another guy that um i put out an article and you know it was pretty long and that's what he said he said that article is too long to read i looked at his profile and he had baseball game after baseball game, Game of Thrones this, Game of Thrones that. And I was like, okay. So this guy can't read an article. It's only going to take him 
two minutes to read, but he can watch a nine-inning baseball game every night and the Game of Thrones religiously every single episode. You know, the last season was like two hours apiece. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this is the kind of thing that I'm talking about when I talk about distractions and I talk about sub, uh, not putting this in the public eye. You know, John F. Kennedy, before he died, he had one uh, speech that was talking about uh, these uh, elites are very coercive and they do it, uh, you know, with means that are, you know, underground pretty much. If um, you ever get to YouTube or Google up some uh, John F. Kennedy speeches, find out one of the uh, last speeches that he put out there. Um, I think it was like, the one right before he got killed, they say that it's actually the speech. That That's what they call it if you find it. They call it the speech that got him killed. And he was talking to the public saying that these people are the elite, they're the strong, they're underground. And um, they are the ones that make the decisions. It's not like any conspiracy theory or anything like that. I mean, this is the president talking to the to the public. He was making a, you know, like a like a presidential address. Um, and he was just talking about like, you know, he was going to start bringing back. Um, a uh, a real tangible uh, asset to back up the dollar instead of you know our um, current valuation of money with faith you know it was actually going to systematically bring in another uh, piece of currency uh, to offset the volatility of uh, the dollar um, but anyways. Yeah, gente, I just kind of want to, I wanted to really talk about that. Um, I'm going to do another episode about that. I'm just going to call it part two um, when I do name it. But, you know, this is your boy, Pelon. Um, just uh, trying to keep it real, trying to keep you in the, uh, po- you know, political scheme of things. Um, I appreciate y'all being here and um, I'll check you out on the next episode. Peace out.